Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This, 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 this is views is from Street. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, let's talk some X's and O's. Let's talk some football here on the Views for Midstreet podcast. If this is the first time you have stumbled upon the great one, Lonzo, and myself, Rob Brown, do us a favor. Whatever you're listening to us on, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iPlay, Apple, I, uh, what was it? I, I, I play iTunes, iTunes and Google. Play. That's it. I can do this. <laughs> iTunes or Google Play, or free on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. There, there are a lot of places to find the podcast. That's what, yeah, what Rob is saying. Yeah, just go to any podcast yeah. place, search Views for Mint Street, click the heart icon, follow us and download, uh, please, so that we can keep this thing going in perpetuity. Uh, let's start with this, and this is news that we got yesterday afternoon. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is in a walking boot and looking... Like it may be, uh, he may be unavailable for us coming up on Sunday, which would be a loss, right? Because Foreman had a, a phenomenal game last week, but it was started by Chuba Hubbard. In fact, if Hubbard doesn't have that ankle injury last week, that soft tissue injury, there's a good chance Chuba Hubbard is going up over that 100-yard mark, and Dante Foreman is going to be around the 60 mark. Foreman came and did an excellent job in that spot, but not having him 
uh, is 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 very, very interesting in the way that it changes the dynamic twofold. Number one, you don't really have the combination that you would like to be able to kind of vary up the offensive style. The second thing is, you know, I, I like Foreman. As anybody who listens to this pod can tell you, I've been calling for Dante Foreman to get more touches since the beginning of the freaking season. And I showed last where he showed last weekend why. He is, however... Uh, my power back. Despite being undersized for a power back, he's my power back. He's my third and short, red zone, etc. style back. And he is going uh, to, to be called upon, I think, quite a bit this week to pick up that slack, which is unfortunate. But, you know, there are, there are, there are worse backs in this spot to have than Dante Foreman. You go back to looking at Tennessee before he came over. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. The concern I have now is Raheem Blackshear as the backup. The the third string turns second string guy who is now going to step in. In the last three games, Raheem Blackshear has two carries for minus five yards at this point. Right, We don't have any experience at running back on the bench behind Deontay Foreman, which is not great, though, for a team that, you know, runs the football, as we definitely should. All right, I wanted to double-check, and Chuba Hubbard is ruled out for the yeah. game. So so he is definitely out for the game. Um, Blackshear showed some... some some burst and, and a little bit of, of things when he's able to carry the ball. He just hasn't carried the ball. And the other, other way to make up for Chuba Hubbard not being there is pop passes, short things like that. Maybe get Shy Smith the ball um, around the edge a little bit. He's got speed. There are some other ways to, uh, to make up for the lack of Chuba Hubbard, but it's definitely a concern. Um, just, I'm not sure Foreman is an every down back, but we may have to find out Sunday. I mean, he, frankly, he's got to be. He's got to be. It's not an option. He's got to be. You've got Blackshear to spend. And by the way, you can uh, run PJ Walker some too. And you can run. Yes, absolutely right. You can run PJ Walker some and probably should. There should be some design runs for PJ Walker. Uh, that being said, Raheem Blackshear coming out of Virginia Tech is a guy that there was a bit of excitement about, right? A bit of excitement. He had a little energy, a little electricity. He had a handful of 20-plus yard runs before he left uh, Blacksburg to come to Charlotte. I think there is some potential, but it takes time to grow that potential, right? Like, it takes a little bit of time to grow that potential to kind of find that stride, uh, but... Blackshear was very good at Virginia Tech. There's a lot of excitement, a lot of opportunity. Uh, This is going to be baptism by fire for Raheem Blackshear, though. I mean, he is going to get tossed in because as much as I like Dante Foreman, you can't – I don't think he's a guy that you run 30 times a game, right? Like, you're going to give him 24 to 27 carries. You're going to need to give Blackshear 7 to 10 carries to to give Foreman a spell. Uh, Especially, you know, if, if we get a spot where, and I know I'm kind of making up hypotheticals here, but if, if Foreman reels off a big one, as he's certainly capable of doing, and he needs a bit of a spell before you get down, you want to be able to save Dante Foreman for if we get into third and shorts or if we get into the red zone on a sustained drive, you're going to have to trust Raheem Blackshear to kind of pick up that slack. 
But the other thing I'm looking for here, Zoe, is once we get into that rhythm, once we get into that routine, not just utilize P.J. Walker's legs as a weapon as well, but utilize them as a decoy, run almost QB play action passes to get those backups to the backups DBs that Atlanta's got out there, get them to press up the field, get them to come up after us, and then utilize the leg arm combo of P.J. Walker I would love you. We talked about it last week. Let's see them go for the deep ball. They led off against Tampa with that deep ball, who has much deep and much better defensive backs than Atlanta does right now. Utilize all of that to make the defense walk up on us, to play the line, to play the run. And then let's see what PJ can do spinning the rock down the football field. You know, I agree with you there, but. You know, when McCaffrey was traded away, uh, Coach Wilkes was asked who was going to, which running back was going to fill the void, who was going to step up and be that guy. And he said, we're going to ride the hot hand. So if you put Blackshear Blackshear in there and suddenly he's, He's breaking off some big-time runs. Don't be surprised to see him more uh, so you can keep your third down back as what he is. Um, And all the other things you're talking about are true, but the reason why those lanes were opened up so much, that first play is because no one expected it to happen, but uh, going further into the game is because the running game was working. So you can't go away from that. You've got to try to make that thing work. And... um, Steve Wilkes has also said in his press conference he likes bringing people up from the practice squad. He likes building from within. So uh, if Blackshire, if he takes off, he'll keep handing him the ball. You know, we we during the during the talk around this team leading up to Steve Wilkes taking over and replacing Matt Rule as the head coach, even if on an interim basis. We had a lot of conversation about tanking. We had a lot of conversation about, uh, you know, do you go out there and try to win knowing you're a four-win football team and cost yourself a top three draft pick for pride and all that? And we kicked it around. We went back and forth. And my answer ultimately was like, no, I, I would rather have a number one overall draft pick than pride if that's what you want to call it, right? That conversation's irrelevant now. You play to win the division until you can't win the division. What I did say I wanted to see was execution, intensity. I wanted to see the offense pick it up and get a little bit closer uh, to, to where the defense was, right? The defense had been on the field through week six more than any other defense in the National Football League, and that wasn't the case last week. Part of that was the moves getting made. It was Robbie Anderson. Fine, you don't want to be here? Don't be here. Enjoy Arizona. Uh, not that Christian McCaffrey didn't want to be there, but... Contract and salary-wise, he made more sense as four or five draft picks than he did as a player on an okay team. And what they did was go, not next man up. I hate the phrase next man up, right? Like I hear them football, next man up. It's like, right, but if the next man up was that good, he'd just be the man that is up. But it was kind of next man up at those positions. But they took the reins off. And all of a sudden, you got these guys breaking out. It is uh, it's safe to assume that that would be true for the guys in backup rules. You're exactly right. If Blackshear comes out and has himself a day, he might fill in the role that Chuba Hubbard is in right now. Worst case scenario, we got the three-headed monster between three different running backs. There's a reason that Raheem Blackshear is the well was the fourth string running back on this team. There's a reason he's the third string running back on the team, and there's a reason that with Chuba Hubbard out, he's the second string running back on this team. But This is what I was saying 
back during the period of time we were talking about tanking. Wins now, sure, it matters. Let's do it. Let's go get the division. That's all well and good. I am looking for guys, and still am looking for guys, because again, we are dead last in Vegas in terms of odds to win this division, even though we're playing for its lead on Sunday. What I am looking for is, and remains... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I want to see the guys that are going to go out there, that are going to execute, that are going to have intensity, and that are going to prove that they want to be here for the next era of this football team starting next year with whoever is at the head coaching realm, whether it is Steve Wilkes or anybody else. Raheem Blackshear's got a chance to be that guy, but DJ showed it out last week that he does, right? PJ showed last week that he does. The entire offensive line is showing that they do. Defensively, there was never really a question about the majority of these guys. At this point, it's just a matter of whose contracts would it befit us the most to move off the book. Shaq is probably next, but we will see. Uh, I'm looking for that execution, and that execution is very specific this week. It is, can we run the ball enough to open up the pass? Can P.J. open himself up enough to open up the pass? And when we do open up to the pass, do we have some guys that can step in behind D.J. Moore? A guy that we talked about earlier this week on the pod that I think could have an opportunity to really dress himself up a little bit, Lonzo. There's not a better situation for Terrace Marshall Jr. to step up and put some numbers down on the stat sheet than this week against a busted-up Atlanta defense that we should run, 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 go deep ball. This would be a great week for TMJ to show out. See, the problem with that, and and we heard rumors all week that he was po- possibly one of the next guys to go if they By the were way, to get rid of someone. Monday, still yeah. a lot of time. Yeah, so there is a possibility. Um, but... All you hear every week from the coaching staff and and elsewhere, this is his chance to prove himself. This is his chance to prove himself. This is his chance to prove himself. And he hasn't done it yet. doesn't mean he can't, but if you have to have an opportunity to prove yourself, that means you haven't in practice. You haven't proved uh, your value enough to get you on the field more, which he hasn't done. I hope he does well, because if he does well, the Panthers do well. Also, I want to disagree with you on, on one thing, about next man up. I think there are a couple positions in football that next man up is just next man up. I think uh, defensive line, when it comes to a rotation, because those guys rotate through so people don't get tired. So you constantly have guys coming in and out. And in some cases, there are no starters. It's just whoever they put in that week. And I think running back is another one of those. Um, How many times have we seen a third or fourth string running back get on the field and tear it up because it's their first chance to get on the field? And it is a matter of maybe the the guys in front of them have more experience and in some cases more talent. But a lot of times you get in a situation like what we're about to have where that running back finally gets on the field. There's a reason why they got drafted or there's a reason why they're on the team. Maybe it's just because of special teams, but more than likely, it's because they did really well at the position that they're in in college. And it isn't like they go in and go, this is the first time I've ever played this position. They've been playing that position all their life. And I think running backs, because they've been devalued, means you can have three or four of them. 
You get your exceptional running backs like a Christian McCaffrey, like uh, Kamara, like like uh, Tennessee Titans with uh, Derrick Henry. There, there are some guys that stand out, but for the most part, there are a lot of teams that you look, you may know their quarterback, but you have no idea who their running back is. All right. With that being said, let's go on the record. Let's make some predictions here. As we mentioned, the Carolina Panthers, four-point underdogs on the road at Atlanta. They are plus 175 on the money line. Over-under in this game, Vegas expecting a low-scoring one. Over-under set at 41.5 points on the over-under. We are on the road, Lonzo. Uh, Give me a pick. Give me some thoughts. All right, so, I, I mean, we don't always pick the Panthers to win. Some of us rarely pick the Panthers to win, uh, with good reason, because they've only won twice. But this is for first place. They know it's for first place. They understand that. Uh, they're not intimidated by the other people in the NFC South because um, they shouldn't be intimidated by the other people in the NFC South. If you're going to be intimidated by anybody, it would have been Brady and the Bucks, and they took care of them last week. Uh so I think the Panthers, if they play the game they played last week, they're going to win this game. I think they're going to cover everything they need to cover. And I'm going to go, I don't know, uh, let's go 24-14 Panthers. 24-14 Panthers. I, uh, man, I, I listen, this is one of those head-heart games for me, right? And that my head says one, my heart says the other. Like, I am optimistic about this game. This game's a winnable game for the Carolina Panthers. Atlanta's dinged up on defense. Atlanta offensively at the wide receiver position is not what they've been in years past. There's a reason Marcus Mariota is finishing games with less than 200 yards more than he's not, right? I think he's got two 200-yard games, two multiple touchdown games, and that's it so far out of eight. Uh, you stop the run against Atlanta, you win the football game. And how many teams are more equipped to stop the run than we are? On the flip side of the football, Atlanta's got a very good front seven. So do we. Very good front seven. If we have both running backs, I'd feel a little bit more comfortable here. I am super happy for P.J. Walker. I'm super happy that P.J. Walker had his game, got to take out Brady, has get uh, has gotten uh, his second consecutive start. I am happy about all of these things for P.J. Walker. At the end of the day, P.J. Walker is P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker is a four-string quarterback for a reason. I don't think Matt Rule got it so wrong, right? I think he's playing better. That's fantastic. But let's not pretend we're not starting our fourth-string quarterback in this game. My heart says it's a very very winnable game. My heart says it is a game that we frankly should go on the road and be able to win. But the numbers say otherwise. In the last nine games, we have won two. Good news, both of those games that we've won out of the last nine were away games. The good news is, of the seven we lost, Matt Rule was in charge for almost all of them. That is gone. We're not hampered by that anymore. I am taking Atlanta in this one. It'll be very close. I could absolutely see this being a 24-21 game. I don't think we're scoring in the 20s, though. I think this is going to be a game that Atlanta wins probably something like 2015, 2014, somewhere in that frame. I hope the offense opens up. If we had the full complement of running backs, I feel a little bit better. Raheem Blackshear might prove himself to me, and I will be happy to slice, dice, and eat that crow on Monday. But I got to go Atlanta in this one. I think that with the division on the line, as much as it means to us, like you said a second ago, 
they're doing the same thing, right? That's not special. Oh, Carolina knows the division's on the line. Well, so does Atlanta, right? And an Atlanta team that's also been told, you guys won't be anywhere near the division. And Atlanta that has already been told, you guys are, are, are a joke this year. Heck, by me at the beginning of the year, they are also playing for a divisional lead. There's no emotion that we have that they don't in this one. And I think when you take that off the table, uh, Atlanta's just a slightly better football team right now. So I'm going to go Falcons in this one. I don't like it. It feels dirty. It feels gross. I can't stand a dirty bird, y'all. But I think numerically, they're just a slightly better football team. So any words for the people before we get out of here? Hey, uh, Falcons people, and I'm going to include Rob in this today. Because he just picked him to win. He just picked him to win. He just picked him to win. The Panthers are not a get-right team. You're going down. All right. So there we go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The next episode of the Views for Mint Street podcast will be dropped on Monday, where we will reevaluate this game. And on Monday, we will either be winning this division or a half game back. We'll have some conversation. Excuse me, a game back. It doesn't matter. Who cares? We'll be in first on Monday. All right. He's Lonzo Reitzel. My name is Rob Brown. The Views from Mid Street Podcast. Make sure you are liked and subscribed wherever major podcasts are found. We will be back on Monday with our reaction pod. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game, everybody. And we will see you then. Keep pounding, baby.